Dear Travis, we're not ready for Utopia is one of the worst articles I've ever read from Highest Nobody. And that says something because 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 they have a track record of dropping terrible, mundane, flavorless content. Whoever wrote this, <laughs> it's, this is a sorry of an excuse of a piece. And Highest Nobody as a terrible platform, as the garbage platform that you are. Thank you for bringing in the cringeworthy content. You know, when you follow someone that does cringeworthy content, or maybe you might even be subscribed to somebody on YouTube that's just, I don't know why I'm watching this. It's pretty garbage. I can't help but continue to watch. That's how I feel every couple months when I run into one of these articles. Now, with that being said, the big issue here that they have with um, Utopia isn't necessarily that the album is going to come out. The fact that Travis is going to release the album, it isn't the fact that to a certain extent, the time span of the album, you know, being released so soon. But it's the, they have more gripe with the promotional run on the billboards in California. Seriously, once you really read it, it's like the billboards is what caused this whole entire article. Because without it, will we have any more updates on this situation? Is Hyde Nobody actively breaking down the lawsuit right now? Are they actively bringing awareness to the situation at hand? And do they know the where the true accountability falls on? Now, I'm going to ask these questions because, of course, I'm going to answer them later. But let me read you bits and parts of the, the, the piece, the piece they wrote. I'm going to read about two, three paragraphs. The billboards come exactly five months after the fatal Astroworld disaster in November, which resulted in the deaths of 10 festival attendees. Scott has been heavily criticized for his conduct during and after the incident about how he handled or failed to handle the tragic losses, essentially refusing to admit any responsibility or liability for them. End quote. Real quick, episode two of the Vivid podcast, I detailed the Astroworld festival disaster, of course, extensively. That way you guys could get my side, my thoughts, who I felt was accountable. And obviously, Live Nation holds a major 99% of the accountability on there. Now, of course, we're going to see how things continue to play out with the court case. But just that we have a general idea how I feel. Watch the episode as well. And I'm going to continue on with their what next two paragraphs here. Quote, the tongue-in-cheek messaging on the billboards ahead of this weekend's Coachella are problematic on two main fronts. First, they're too soon. And second, their poor execution perpetuates this his apathetic, insensitive, and guiltless stance on what happened to the victims and their families. Even without setting any subjective moral standards on the reasonable amount of time for Scott to grieve and go on hiatus, the Coachella-targeted PR stunt, PR stunt is ill-timed. And they go on to detail how, you know, things are still in the middle of a lawsuit. And then they finish it off with, imagine, would he be able to pull the same billboards in Houston? The site where the fatal tragedy took place, placing them in California does not make them any less horrid. Now, there's a big elephant in the room that doesn't get mentioned in this article. And it's the fact that Live Nations, the one responsible for the festival, is continuously hosting concerts right now, till this day. And the fact that Heights Nobody are not, not sponsored, but the fact that they mention these concerts to go to that are being hosted by Live Nation. Now, Live Nation is also involved in the lawsuit, but of course, they're not going to bring any awareness to the corporation that has a track record of deaths. They do. Plenty of people have died at Live Nation concerts, which is extremely unfortunate, but they're not going to mention that. They're not going to mention the fact that it's easier to point at a face 
than it is a corporation. And maybe because they're also paying them. And I don't want to start throwing the, oh, they're, they're paying them. That's definitely why they're writing this piece. But if you're bringing up concerts to go to, they're hosted by Live Nation. It may be they're not getting paid, but you're still promoting something that caused the apparent disaster that you want to have. They are attempting to have this moral ground, this foundation being set. But the reason this is being made isn't even for the actual album being released. It's the promotion for the album, the billboards. Now, let's use you, me and you. We have brains. We know how to use the brain cells in our brain. We know how to breathe. We know how to walk, talk, use, use common sense. If there's a large music festival that uh, you have an album that's about to drop and you want to get the most amount of engage and engagement out of it, it would only make sense that you would post the billboards in California where Coachella is being hosted, right? And I'm, I, lo- I love saving receipts on this platform. I love saving receipts on this podcast. Best believe Travis Scott is going to release Utopia billboards promotional runs in Houston. It's going to happen. You know, of course, we're slowly getting into utopia season, but it's only a matter of time. So whenever they want to go off on the placing them in California does not make them any less horrid. It's not for the sake of making it any less horrid. It's not even a PR stunt. It's just good marketing. Right? It's good marketing for an album. Now, and I'm talking to you right now. Um, I'm not here to say that there's, you know, you can't feel it's not too soon for the album, depending on how cl- close you are to the situation at hand. Again, it is disaster. It is a very sensitive topic to discuss. However, if the billboards are the root of this article, the billboards, not the families, not the victims, not the lawsuit that they fail to consistently update people on even though they have this moral ground they stand on, then I'm smelling a lot of bullshit on this post that is obviously reaching for clicks, for clouds, and reactions. And another reason why not only is this article bullshit, standing on that moral ground, but Heisen Nobody has a track record of being hypocritical and contradicting themselves time and time again. And one of the first articles that brought this to the light was the Tory Lanez one. The Tory Lanez article where this is the last time we will cover Tory Lanez. Here's why. And they go and they go on to call him disgraceful, dropping a toxic album. And eventually, you know, the alleged allegation that Tory shot Meg, that being the source. An allegation of a of a case that is still waiting to be resolved. So they completely just stop out of what? The violence, the violence against females, not only females, black females, and the alleged empowerment after these articles. Highs nobody was trying to, I guess, stand on. But it's funny because after an allegation, Tory Lanez no longer will be discussed. But Lil Uzi Vert still gets posted and discussed on their platform. I love Lil Uzi. Y'all know I love Lil Uzi. I gotta love his rage vinyl. I love Lil Uzi. But he shot his ex. He shot his ex. And for whatever reason, they're still posting him. Hey, I don't care. I enjoy listening to Lil Uzi. I love seeing Lil Uzi content. But if you as a platform are going to hold yourself to this moral ground about violence towards not only females, violence in general, so on and so forth, why are we still posting Lil Uzi? Why are you still posting Lil Uzi? 
doesn't that go against this moral ground you want to stand on? And then from there, you know, there's various other artists with um, not just sexual assault allegation, assault allegation, and drug trafficking allegations that are posted on there all the time. But when the fact that they pick and choose on who to, I guess you could say, cancel, report on, sort of have this, you know, things of ethics being brought in, obligations, and again, moral ethics, it's laughable, it's pathetic. And goddamn, I love having a good chuckle reading these through with you guys. I'm definitely read it, the piece to see, you know, have it fleshed out how you guys feel about it. I know if you're listening to me and if you're familiar with the episode two, episode two that I dropped on this podcast, you're going to you're going to see through the bullshit being posted on here. With that being said, I'll catch you guys on the next episode. I'm out.